Yo, 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 it's your boy BTG. Open one with BTG is now open. Who running with me today? Yo, Kyrie is still on that run. Kyrie is still on that winning streak, man. I can't deny it. Boston is looking good. Boston is looking real good. Do I do I think they're strong enough to, to battle with the Cavs, who is currently not in the top eight, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? The Cavs is definitely struggling, but how much do we believe in it, though? You know what I mean? Like, like, look, you already know about open run. We talk about the good shit. I'm not about to break nut. Not about to break no numbers down to you. We about to just keep it raw. And, and you know, you bring your five. I bring my five. We gonna talk that shit right now, though. I don't know. I don't know. It's still early. You know what I'm saying? I was in the Twitter thread with my boys. You know what I'm saying? We got some credentials up in there. You know, some say it's panic mode. Some say it's still too early. And you know what? I'm on the, I'm in between because it is too early. Technically, right now, I mean, the season's only been here for what? Two and a half, maybe three weeks. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Um, But seeing how everything is going, though, like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the one thing that I said about Cleveland downfall. I'm I ain't gonna gonna say downfall, but their slow start is that what we don't want to do is we don't want to get to a point where you know they're under 500, you know, 15 or 20 games in. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know good teams they go on the winning streak. You know, and Golden State is not playing as as well as they have in the past. What? couple of years, but we believe with that with that star power that they have, that eventually they're going like a crazy, crazy winning streak, right? And we all know that home court advantage, I mean, in basketball, you definitely need that in the finals. Well, let's put it like this. When I say the, I think any team that makes it to the finals will appreciate that goddamn home court advantage. Let's just put it like that. I don't want to point out certain teams. I don't want to just say the Cavs or Golden State or uh, San Antonio. San Antonio's looking pretty goddamn average right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, lo- it's looking pretty scary for them. Um, OKC. OKC's not even in the top eight. Uh, Russ still doing his thing, but they're not even up there. So... What I'm saying is these teams that make great offseason adjustments, uh, it's just in the teams that we have favored or the teams that we have in our in, in the top three or four on both sides of the conference is not really holding up right now. After Hayward went down, I'm not going to lie, I you know, I, I bumped Boston down probably out of the top four. You know what I mean? Now, because they, they, their roster is pretty, is still good. You know, I, I have a lot. Of, I've been watching Jalen Brown since high school. You know what I'm saying? I wanted him to go to UCLA so got because I, I watched him in high school and he was on our list and I'm like, we need him to change everything. You know what I mean? Um, it didn't, uh, it didn't work out. He ended up going to Cal, but I seen what type of player he was. Uh, and he's gotten extremely better, you know what I'm saying, within the past couple of years. And then they have Tatum, which is the number one draft pick of last year, or, well, of this year. Um, of course, Zoe was right behind him, that draft class. 
And, you know, they had Hayward, but Hayward went down. And like I said, their supporting cast is okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I just didn't think it was strong enough to compete with the Cavs. But right now, you know, with the Cavs, they made some offseason adjustments. They got, you know, they got Wade. Um, they got uh, Rose. So, you know, they got, you know, but they got the, they also got the oldest team in the league. You know, like the, on, on paper, they, they got some killer names. But it's not working out, and I get it, you know. Putting a team like that together, you need the chemistry. You need the flow of things. Um, that's been another talk. Is Tyron Lue, like, does he really know what he's doing? What is substitutions? Do, do they even respect him? Me, personally, I don't think he's respected. And there's too many egos on that team. It's too many. When you got Wade, I mean, Wade and Braun has more championships than Tyron Lue. I mean, damn, you can damn near say they got more experience in the postseason than Tyron Lue. If you want to go there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, he was on that Lakers squad that, you know, we only lost one game. <laughs> but <laughs> still, yet and still, uh, Braun and Wade... They got a lot of championships between the two. So are they really listening? And what coach does Braun listen to, period? You know what I mean? Um, you know, with Rose, it's not the same Rose. You know, them tires is, they can go flat at any time. Now, he's playing well right now, and he's filling in for IT, who happens to have a dirty hip. That hip is hurt. So, you know, and then when he comes back, how is he going to play into it? Like, you know, of course he's going to have to come off the bench for a minute, but I think they're going to want him to start if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. That was the that's the ultimate firepower right there. You know, with um they got Kevin Love, but Oh man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. They, you know, they, they, they still got, they still got a nice squad. We still got, you know, the Cavs definitely is in the uh, Eastern Conference unless something happens. I'm gonna tell you like this. I got them in the, I got them in the championship. Okay, both Eastern Conference and in the finals. With the way Boston is playing, if they can keep it up, I don't know. I gotta see. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be Kyrie's first time leading a team, a playoff contender team into the playoffs, possibly to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can he do it? We do not know. This is the uh this is the regular season. He does play in the East. He's probably arguably the best guard in the East. You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna compete with them besides the Cavs? You got Milwaukee, that's inconsistent. You got Washington. They got, you know, they got Wall and Bill, but they're going to need more than that. They're going to be, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. Toronto, I'm not sold on anymore. I thought with the three-headed monsters that they had over there would cause some uh, damage in the East, but apparently not. Lowry, I I heard he lost some weight, but... (sighs) Sorry. Basically, when you talk about a guard that had to lose weight in the offseason to get back to where he's supposed to be, I ain't, I'm not fucking with him. I'm not. I'm not. So 
Orlando is up on a rise. The Pistons is looking good. But we don't see anybody as a threat. I don't. This is my thing. I look for I look I look down the line like you just being competitive in the East. It does it's not going to work for me. It's not, man. See in the West, you know, San Antonio is not doing so good. But on the average, you know, throughout the years, you could never count them out. Memphis is doing good. You know, Dame over there in Portland, they not no chumps. You know, Utah is playing all right. You know what I'm saying? You got OKC with those three-headed monsters over there. You got Houston, OKC. The Clippers is playing well. Like that. Look, I damn near went through almost the whole goddamn Western Conference. You know what I mean? And I get it. Out of all those teams, I would say three of them are actually championship contenders. Three, maybe four. You know, I don't want to disrespect San Antonio. I know San Antonio got the history. But right now, they just not playing good, man. They not playing good. I told CL and JL over there at the Brothers Layman, um, this is the first time Pop, not only is he running his offense through a wingman, but his wingman is out. So, you know, but Pop is Pop, man. You can't, you can't count him out. But right now, I got to leave him out. You know, OKC is uh, is under 500. You know what I'm saying? They, they, I think they got the same record as the Lakers. My Lakers is doing pretty good for what, you know, for, you know, their expectations. Like, you know, they're four and five right now, and they beat some, they beat some good teams. They beat, you know, one of the top teams in the East. They just beat the number one team. Well, the number well, yeah, actually, I think I think Memphis is the number one team in the West right now. As of right now, he's the number one and number two. Uh, just beat them, you know what I'm saying? We beat a good Detroit team. So, you know, like, Cats is, you know, we we getting it together. But at the same time, I, I can't count out OKC yet because you. I just can't count out Westbrook, Melo, and PG-13 like, I just can't count them out right now. Even though they're starting off kind of slow, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So you got OKC, you got Houston, you know what I'm saying? Even though CP3 is hurt right now, you still got Harden over there. That nigga just put up 50-60 the other night without CP3. Um, of course, you got Golden State, you still got them guns over there. San Antonio right now, it's just a question mark, but you got Memphis, you got the Clippers. I don't expect them to go anywhere far, but Blake is definitely, he's showing that he should be a number one option and leave that nigga alone. Okay, and he probably don't need CP3. Um, bro, I, I'm going to say this, man. I'm, I'm going to really say this. I don't know if we'll ever see CP3 get a championship. I really don't. I really don't. I don't, man. He just, unless he turns into, I'm going to say it, unless he turns into Alonzo to where he's averaging between 12 to 15 points, you know, and giving us a double-double, or triple-doubles every now and then. But, you know, a couple of double-doubles are some, you know, I would say, look, 14, 14, 6, and 8. 14, 6, and 8. That's what I expect from CP3 on a championship contender team. But, you know, right now, the nigga ain't even playing. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, I'm going to say... 
I want to say Cavs. I mean, right now, let's just say Cavs and Golden State in the finals and see where it goes from there. I would say this, though. Brian, if you lose in the playoffs, brother... You know, I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not hyped or I'm not even believing in all the rumors. Today he today he tweeted, I hate being here with the Arthur uh with the with the the you know the meme of Arthur's fist. Um I don't we don't know what that means. I'm not about to jump into no goddamn conspiracies, you know, him coming to LA. Or whatnot, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not. If I always say that he was going to stay East, maybe go to New York. I also thought that he would probably go to the Clippers, but they ruled. I guess they ruled that out. Um, I don't know. If he comes to the Lakers, that'd probably be the funniest thing ever in you know in sports history, because the 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 Bron fans as we know they absolutely hate the Lakers and for him to wear that jersey and if he won just think about it like they think that Bron coming to LA is going to bother us right this is the thing we don't have to buy his jersey as real authentic Laker fans we don't have to buy it you know what I'm saying we're going to respect them shit we respect them right now but him coming to <laughs> him coming to the Lakers that's just going to piss his fans off. Not everybody around it, not Laker fans, because that's the one thing about real Laker fans. We're a fan of the Laker organization, not just certain players. We love Kobe, we respect Kobe. We love Shaq, we respect Shaq. Kareem, Magic, etc. Worthy, you know what I'm saying? Whoever the case may be, we appreciated those players. But at the end of the day, when those players leave and they're gone... We're still we're still Laker fans. So he come aboard, he's gonna be another nigga that wore a Laker jersey. Now whatever he does, if it's historical and things like that, then his shit's gonna go up there too. His jersey gonna get hung up too, maybe, or it might just you know get hung up in Cleveland, Cleveland or Miami. But for the most part, y'all niggas gotta go buy a Laker jersey with Brian on the back. You know what I'm saying? If he add any championships, he just adds to the Laker legacy. You know what I'm saying? But We'll see, man. Brian is definitely getting older, you know. And as far as my Lakers, speaking of my Lakers, you know, Lonzo, a lot of chit-chat about Lonzo. It's going to be like this, you know, every week, you know, the, the spotlight is going to be on him, whether his father talks or not, because now we're getting around to just his gameplay. And um, me personally, I've been critical of him. And, you know, first I said, you know, let him live. He's a young cat. You know what I'm saying? Let him do his thing. Take him time to warm up. But this is the thing. I've been watching him at, from high school as well, but a lot, uh, basically a lot more in, 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 you know, while he was playing for UCLA. And the thing about it was my boy Jar pointed this out, which I had already knew, is that he, was, he wasn't that type of player at UCLA. Well, my message to Jar you know what I'm saying, at, in the Gray Area podcast, is that that's what we was also frustrated about, is that he wasn't attacking the basket as much. He wasn't scoring as much when the Bruins needed it. You know what I'm saying? Now, once you're in the league, those wins, we, we knew he was just using UCLA as a funnel to the, to the league. It was probably one of his dream schools. I don't know. But and, and I know it was also an option to go there so, you know, his family would be able to attend to his games. And he basically lived a dream life because he played in Cali, you know, in high school. Then he played for UCLA. Then he went on ahead to one of the pro teams in, in L.A., actually the most popular sports team in L.A., 
So the thing is, like I said, we've been watching Lonzo since high school, since college, and he wasn't attacking as much. And that's what we needed him to do. In the Sweet 16, when they played Kentucky, we needed that. You know what I'm saying? Prior to that, when we, you know, when when they played Kentucky in December, he was killing. You know what I'm saying? He played against Fox. You know, that was that was five, that was him playing against Fox for what the second time, I think. And, you know, Fox got the best of him. But that that's the thing. We got frustrated at UCLA because he wasn't showing them. And I said, look, man, on his Laker team, we don't expect much. We just want to show, we want to see how much y'all game improved. We're not expecting y'all to go to the playoffs. We're not expecting y'all to win no damn championship this year. But we are expecting y'all to see some upgrades, some skill sets upgraded. And the thing is, Lonzo's playing all right, but these games are close. And if those games are close, I don't want y'all to just lose them because y'all expectations might not be that high. I want y'all to try to win this bitch. We lost to Dame to a buzzer beater that, you know, Dame does that. He has a catalog of knocking down game-winning shots or go-ahead buckets. But the thing is, he beat us by three, and Lonzo had zero points that game. Zato's ace. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I told Jarv, I'm like, look, man, I want him ideally to score between 12 and 15. But even if he would have gave us 10 that game, we win that game. And we're up there at 500, you know what I'm saying? Probably at the eighth spot. Yeah, it probably means nothing right now because it's early. Shout out to Hoopla. But yet and still, we need to see that, you know what I'm saying? And then by them seeing that, that might motivate them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to Lonzo. Lonzo, is he's coming along. I, I think... You know he's gonna end up being a good player, man. I really, I really believe he's gonna end up being a good player. The West is the West, so it's pretty hard. And I just want him to step up. I just want him to step up just a little bit more. I, like I said, I'm not expecting him to go out and score 20, 25, 30 points a game. You know what I'm saying? Give me 15, give me 14, give me 12, and do what you do on the boards and do what you do with the assists. And he does it well. You know what I mean? So that's it as far as. Um, that's it as far as basketball. Ben, hey, Ben Simmons still doing his thing. I had Lonzo as my rookie of the year. That nigga Ben looked like he might be that dude. You know what I'm saying? God bless him. Hope he stays healthy. Let's talk about some football now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, it's Monday night, and so that means, you know, Monday night football. Detroit played Green Bay. Smacked the shit out of them. Um... Sad thing is, you know, Brett Hundley over there, I believe I believe in him because he's a UCLA boy. You know what I'm saying? Holding it down, Aaron Rodgers out for the season, both, you know, Pac-12, Pac-10 quarterbacks. And um, it's just not working out, man. I mean, Hundley's out there doing his best, but it's not enough. That defense got to shape up, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, man, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. I've never seen... I haven't seen Green Bay like this one in a, in a long time, but, you know, they were out their head honcho, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. As far as, you know, you know who my favorite team is, my Raiders. We picked up a, a much-needed W in Miami, almost plucked it off, you know what I'm saying? Even with, what, a minute, you know, a minute and some change left. Shit, them niggas scored a touchdown. 
uh, damn near almost recovered a second onside because they got one um, during that. You know, they got one. <laughs> they got one on us. So uh, they definitely uh, almost sparked the comeback. We beat them by three, though. Beat them by three. Uh, beast mode, woke up, two tubs. Happy for that. Definitely happy for that. Car did his thing, man. Um, and right now, we went from last place in our division to second place behind the Chiefs, who we did beat. And right now, we're looking at, we basically on a mission of our own. You know what I'm saying? We got to win at least 80% of these games. And we got a tough road because we still got New England. We, we still got another game with Denver. Still got another game with San Diego. Still got another game with Kansas City. So, you know, we, um, you know, we're going to see what it is. Definitely going to see what it is. Hopefully we can pull one out, get into that wild card or shit. Even if, you know, Kansas City slip up, see if we can win that division still. You know, Denver still ain't, you know, Denver still ain't no chumps. Definitely. They still in the race. Uh, everybody's, everybody's four and five. What? Everybody's four and five right now. You know what I'm saying? Four or five or three and five. One of those. But all I know is we're, um. We're in second place right now. Uh, and as far as my Super Bowl picks <laughs> as of this week, man, like I said in, in the previous episode, this shit is wide open. It's pretty wide open. Um, Atlanta's not playing the same. The Patriots is not. Patriots is still winning. Don't get me wrong. They were on the bye this week, but it's just something different, man. They're getting the Brady this year. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. The Eagles is playing well. I know I don't really mention NFC East teams because I don't fuck with them, but uh, they're doing good, but I don't believe in them. You know, history shows that they ain't got no history. (laughs) They ain't got no trophy case, so I ain't worried about them. So back to this shit being wide open, being wide the hell open. Um, And you know what? Basically, that's it. Um, Short show this week. Not much went on. Not much went on in in, uh, in the sports world. There were some good games, but, you know, the Rams are still doing their thing. Um, Yo, shout out to them. Shout out to them. But other than that, man, not too much. But on the series, I want to end on a... I want to end on somewhat a serious note. Um, You know, close to home, man. Real close to home. I lost two young cats. Um, you know, the basketball world definitely lost two good, you know, basketball players. Young cats. Uh, my boy Chris and Jonathan Baxter. They, uh, you know, they was in a car accident uh, Sunday, early Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the accident was fatal. It, it kind of... Kind of touch home. I, I wasn't that emotional. Um, I kind of shut down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I talked with the wife a little bit. Wasn't talking too much. Uh, it was sad because as a parent, I can't imagine their parents like getting that that type of information. Um, and even the the actual crash uh, was kind of you know it's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it, only thing that I can say is, you know, you know, keep your head on the swivel. Uh, if you don't have to leave the house, don't, man, don't. And especially with the holidays rolling around, like people's out there drunk driving and speeding and just no, no, no care for life, you know, behind the wheel driving like that. And 
Um, we're going to miss them, too. Uh, it, two young cats, man. When I say and it, good cats, too, you know, and I, <clears throat> I know we get this all the time by, you know, about people that we were close to or that we knew. First thing that we want to blurt out when someone dies is that they were good people. No, these were two good young men. Like, really cool. You can tell that they was raised right. Um, and, and you know, and some the, when I first met them, they were semi-quiet, but would laugh at all the jokes and things like that. Young cats that kicked it around us, you know what I mean? I, uh, they I, I, Later on, I didn't kick it around them that much, but... You know what I'm saying? Just knew I just knew that they were, you know, I knew they were still hooping and things like that. And I would see them on social media and things like that from time to time. Um, you know, and that's basically how we spoke, you know, was via social media and things like that. But once I got the news, I'm like, you know, it was just it was a crazy day that day because it was the same day of the, the, the shooting at in Texas at that church. And then, you know, it, it, a lot of it was just a lot of shit that was happening all at one time, and when you got kids, I got a young daughter, and, you know, I actually got, you know, I actually got two daughters and two sons, and two of them stay, you know, two two of them stay with me, and I think about them all the time, you know, um, even my wife, I'm more cautious when I leave for work, you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm not so fast to press that gas pedal uh, to go across that intersection anymore. I'm just more conscious, and it's more stressful thinking about shit like that. So, like I said, I wanted to give a special shout-out during my show, you know, my up-and-coming sports show, and I wanted to shout-out my two young cats that just recently passed away. Man, y'all rest easy, man, and um, hope to see y'all soon. All right, it's your boy BTG. Uh, open Run is now closed, and um, I'll talk to y'all next week, man. All right.